Thank you so much for listening to this broadcast today. I so greatly appreciate your listenership, and I am excited about what the Lord has for us during this week of this program. We have an amazing opportunity this week to serve God. We have an awesome responsibility to serve God. We have the privilege of serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and I am thrilled about the opportunity to do that with you. I'd like you, if you would, to turn your Bibles to the book of Galatians. I'll join you there in just a moment. We pick back up our study, our expository study through the book of Galatians in chapter number five today. I hope you will join me there. Today we have a little bit of a different week. We have a few different themes that will be running through what we do. And as we jump into this week, I'd like to begin here with a brand new track. It's one I've made mention of before. If you are a regular listener to this program, you may have heard of it. But for those of you that are not, we have a brand new track. It's the newest track in our repertoire, in our inventory. It is available right now. It's shipping right now. It's called Divided. I don't know if you've been living under a rock for the last week or weeks or really months, but it seems like our world is becoming more and more divided. You'd have to be a hermit living up in the mountains to not realize that people seem to be more at odds than ever before in our history. And it should not be that way. You see, Jesus Christ beseeches us that there be no divisions among you. God does not want us to be divided. You see, God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. And if we would understand that true peace only comes through God, Friend, we actually might have a shot at world peace. I'd love to send you this track called Divided. It's a little postcard. It's about three and a half by five and a half inches. Fits perfectly in your pocket. It's not too wordy. It's not too long. It's a perfect size to hand to the teller at the bank. Perfect size to hand to the cashier at your grocery store. It's a perfect size to leave at a gas pump after you fill up your vehicle. Friend, I'd love to send some of these to you completely free of charge. You and I both know people that seem to be divisive. Friend, the only thing that will change a divisive person, you remember the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways? Well, friend, the only thing that's going to change our double-minded world is the God of the Bible. I'd love to send you some of this track today. Visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. Please do that immediately. We'd love to send some to you at the conclusion of this broadcast Again, that's BibleTracksInc.org. As I mentioned, we will be in the book of Galatians. I'll join you there in just a few moments. Before we do that, though, one of the themes of this week is the prisoner. I have with me four or five different letters from prisoners from all across the nation that have corresponded with us here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. The reason that they corresponded with us is because they received one of our Bible tracts, completely free of charge to them, and many of them have made decisions for Christ as a result. It is so amazing to work at a ministry where you get to see the tangible benefits, spiritual benefits and rewards for what we are doing here. At BTI, we have the privilege of printing gospel literature, completely free of charge, and we distribute that throughout the world. In some way, somehow, our tracts filter into and land in prisoners' hands. 
oftentimes they will read them. They will accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. And as a result, they will sign the back of that track just to let us know. They'll mail it to us, and that begins a correspondence. As I've mentioned in previous, and we may mention more tomorrow when we go beyond the tract, but our goal is to disciple these new and baby Christians in the way that they should go, biblically speaking. I'd like to read for you, if you'd allow me, a letter or two from some prisoners. As you find your Bible and turn to the book of Galatians, chapter number 5, allow me to read this short letter. A gentleman named John begins by saying, Thank you so much for the letter you sent me. Let me parenthetically interject here. It is always a privilege to see the gratitude and thankfulness that these prisoners so often have. He says, God is good all the time. I'm still sharing the tracks you send when and where I can. I'll stop for just a moment and insert here that this man, John, has received more tracks from us, and he is now a little evangelist, a distributor of our tracks there in prison. He continues, You have no idea how much it means to me that you sent Patricia, that's his wife, some tracks and a Bible study. I sincerely hope she gets them. Here's the amazing thing. I'm actually reading this letter while on the other side of my desk is a letter from Patricia. Not only has this man begun a discipleship course with us, but now his wife has as well. John continues. He says things are opening back up and the court system is moving again. Hopefully they allow the preachers to come back soon. He's speaking of the prison chaplains and things that because of the virus and things of that nature have not been able to go into the prisons. John continues, please stay safe. Look forward to your next letter and tracks. P.S. May God bless and keep you. Now, John, I don't know if you have the opportunity to listen to this radio broadcast. Let me just pause here a moment and say your letter was an encouragement to me, and I do believe to my listeners as well. John, thank you so much for your communication with us. Thank you for your faithfulness with the Bible study. John has been corresponding and sending back and forth our Bible study correspondence courses after receiving Christ, and we are so excited for John there. Regardless of the circumstance that he is in now, spiritually speaking, he is moving on up, and I'm so excited for him. Thank you for listening to that short letter. Let's turn now to the book of Galatians, Galatians chapter number five. I am excited. I'm pumped up about the thrust, the aim, the point of the lesson today. As we jump into just the first two words of Galatians five, I'll try not to, I'll do my absolute best not to belabor the point, but I believe this has application for you and me and every other Christian on the face of the planet right now. Galatians chapter number five and verse number one says, Stand fast. A little punchy there, wasn't it? Paul, the apostle, the spiritual father, the, the father figure to these churches of Galatia. He's leveraging all of his relationship capital. He's leveraging everything that he means to the Galatians and they mean to him. And he jumps right into this section, the exhortation of the book of Galatians with stand fast a command. I don't want to neglect the context, so let's continue reading. Galatians 5.1, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. 
Let's give some broader context to this thought. I've talked about the churches of Galatia, and you can listen to previous broadcasts if you'd like those studies as well. But Paul is speaking to a people that have been ground into the mud by the boot of the Roman Empire. He's talking to people that in every other way except for spiritually would not really be considered that free. Many of the people that he's talking to could very easily be given the title of slave. That's not a very high and lofty moniker to be given, and yet the Galatians had that attached to them. And yet Paul tells them, these servants, these to the Romans, lesser people, stand fast. Friend, can I very honestly tell you that we live in a world that needs, that requires Christians to be willing to stand fast. As has often been said, the problems of our country do not stem from the White House. No matter which side of the aisle the president is from, our issues are not from the White House. They are from, and the genesis thereof is from the church house. Friend, we, Christians, Bible-believing people have let down our country because in so many ways we have not stood fast. Why should we stand fast? Because the Bible commands it, because our world requires it. But how? Why can we stand fast? Why do we have the ability to? Why should we, I should say, have the ability? How can we do such a hard thing in such a tumultuous time in history? Well, The only way we will be able to survive is the same way that Paul tells the Galatians to. Let's jump back into the context of Galatians chapter 4 and verse number 31. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. Now, I know it's been a week or more since we last touched on Galatians, but let's refresh our memories for just a moment. The theme, the overarching struggle of Galatians is this idea between liberty and law. And the Galatians were being drawn away. They were being tempted to fall into this ritualistic idea of religion, this ritualistic-based idea that law is necessary, that works are the only way of salvation. And Paul impresses upon them in so many different avenues, from so many different ways, from allegory and just a literal biblical understanding that liberty Liberty is the way to go. And Paul says at the end of chapter 4, verse number 31, we as Christians, allegorically speaking, we are children of the free woman, not the bond woman. You see, if we go back to the story of Isaac and Ishmael, the child of promise was Isaac. Abraham made a very sore mistake in fathering the child Ishmael. Let's pause for a moment and tie this all together. You see, friend, you will never be able to stand fast if you have the wrong foundation. If you are standing on law, if you're standing on religion, if you're standing on ritual, you will never be able to stand fast. Why have we let down our nation? Why have we let down our world? Because we rely on tradition of men. We rely on everything but the freedom that comes through God's word. What does Paul say here? Galatians 5.1, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty. Stand fast in liberty. 
wherewith Christ hath made us free. I asked the question two weeks ago, would you choose emancipation or enslavement? And so often, even Christian people, people that know what it's like previously to have the chains of sin wrapped around them and binding them up, and then God provides amazing relief and puts them on a path towards heaven, of course, and freedom from sin, and yet we choose to slowly bind ourselves back up with the law and with the rituals of religion. Friend, let me ask you, what do you stand fast in? Where is your foundation? We will continue this study this week. You will not want to miss tomorrow. We have a special announcement for you. Please don't miss it. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.